Hello? Testing? One, two? We did the testing. This is the thing. Oh, so this is Eric and Suat's first podcast together. What was the title called? Don't like to keep a note because you're in there. Oh, that title called? I Long forgot. Drive. Long drives. Long combos. Um, today is... Yay! I'll be the special effects. June, June 30th, 2017. Um, this will be our pilot episode. So, uh, can you tell us what the topic Thank you is about? Thank for tuning in to our very first podcast. With Eric... <laughs> Go ahead. 
Yeah, so I mean, I think I was more satisfied with where I was in life. Maybe it was like the just fact that I was more naive back then, you know? I didn't have any real goals in life or real passion. It was more about figuring out something I wanted to do, graduating college, you know, moving on, getting a job. That was my main worry, not about something I want to achieve or like something I want to say I've accomplished with my life. So in that sense, maybe I'm more stressed out now. I'm more, I'm, I'm more aware. Um, but I can't say like I'm less happy, I guess. I'm just more, more thoughtful about these things. Yeah? I mean, how about you, Sua? Finish about what? Okay, and, then and that's good. Yeah, and then we met. And I want to leave it there. I want to hear that. And then I want to talk about that after you tell me about where you were. Okay. <clears throat> so, yes. This is Sua. Back on the mic. I'm cool. <clears throat> so, where I was. So, we met when I was like six. No, that's not right. Oops. <laughs> Maybe like 19. <laughs> um, I think sophomore year was a hard year for me. I didn't like USC. I didn't really like LA. I was, you know, friendless, familyless. <laughs> didn't really feel like I fit in with anybody I knew. Um, I also, yeah, so, I also think something that really made me sad was until I moved to LA, I always had great relationships with people, like, I had best friends that I'm still best friends with, and I moved around a lot, and everywhere I went, I picked up, like, amazing friends, and then... When I went to LA, <clears throat> I made a very bad decision of dating some loser <laughs> as a freshman. And then basically we all had mutual friends, but they were basically his friends because he was older. And then, I don't know, people just talked hella shit. And then <laughs> after we broke up, I just felt like everybody, uh, I told, I, okay, never mind. It's not for the interweb. <laughs> but I just felt like people were very shallow and didn't. I didn't have friends that I felt like really had my back. And that was really sad. <clears throat> um, it was hard for me because my mom didn't want me to go to college. And. I think in freshman year, it was really hard for her, and I had to really face that, like, I left, and then I was really just trying to work through that, I think. I don't know. Whatever. I would. I was not happy. <laughs> um, what else did you talk about? Oh, I picked a stupid major just because people in my... <laughs> high school couldn't write and so everybody thought I was this amazing writer but I'm a really shitty writer and so I studied communications which basically men didn't study anything <laughs> no offense communications is important um, but I didn't like it and then I think sophomore year is when I started to also figure out I think right when we met was like when I was opening my eyes to like my call if you will <laughs> okay so then we met so you're gonna just leave people with what else would you like to know listeners? so what was your call like what well I'm not there yet because we gotta meet okay alright oh see it is five minute segments Oh, really? Okay, we'll be back for part two, and then we meet. All right, y'all, we back. Ooh.
Okay, so listeners, you might have the wrong idea what ethnicity Sua is, but she's like a five foot two, three, three Korean girl who's tiny and skinny with a big butt. So, yeah, just for clarification. Why, Anyways, why does that matter? Anyways, um, it's it's funny that you say that because I think no, I think. <laughs> No, what you were talking about um, during about the time that we we met, yeah. it was actually a time when things really started clicking for me too. Um, that's about the time when I decided to switch my major. So I think maybe actually, or I maybe I took one more course, but the course I took with Sua was like the f- second to last art class, art oriented class I took. Um, and that class was really funky. I, I just remember. It's one of my yeah, it's one of the classes I really remember. It was about art theory and um, just kind of going through the timeline of diff- yeah, culture and how art has evolved and how it's been influencing and was influenced by what was going on during that time. Um, yeah. But I don't know if Soa really remembers anything because she used to not come to class all the time. Um, that was the first semester I, I told myself I'm going to come to every single class. And I, I, I went to every single one of my classes that semester. Um, you got the better grade. I, I remember me getting the better grade. I got the better grade. Thank you very much. But, um, yeah, and... Yeah, meeting Sua was interesting. I mean, I think... What's your first memory? My first memory? Of meeting? Me awkwardly... So I knew who Sua was. How? I mean, I've heard heard about Sua. You know, she, she's, she's kind of infamous wherever she goes. What? Um, bad things. I think I've heard mostly bad things. Not bad things, but just like... Oh, you know, she... She likes to party, uh, stuff like that. She was dating this guy um, that was in my my grade, so I, I knew that she was dating him. I actually during that time I didn't even know they broke up. Actually, I thought yeah I thought they were still dating. Um, I've never talked to her before, so yeah I mean I think we've been in the same spaces. At least once or twice before. Well, we must have been. But that was the first time I awkwardly asked, Oh, hey, like, aren't you Sua or something? Something along those lines. In class. In class. Um, and I think we started talking then. And, you know, she was, she was too cool for class most of the days. But at the same time, she was a lot smarter than I, I imagined. And I thought... Um, and she seemed really engaged in in class, which I liked, cause I was I was super interested. Um, and more than anything during that time period, I mean the we we hung out a few times, like outside of class. I probably you know just wanted to hang out with her, cause she was so cool. But. Um, I just really remember being so excited to tell her about the things I was thinking about, the things that I wanted to pursue, the things that I, I thought were interesting. And like, I think it was the first time I was able to really express my excitement for it because like the feedback I was getting was such a positive one at the same time. And I think I fed off of her energy, and why you being so sweet? And I, I just remember that being, you know, such a good, good moment, and my fondest memory of her back then. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's it for now. Okay. So when we first met, <laughs> so funny. First of all, 
You think I partied a lot? I can't believe people were saying that just because I don't know. Man, people, I told you, people really talked. Um, I liked that class. And I think you got my number for something. And then I found out he also got the other Korean girl's number in that class, who is the cousin of the guy that I dated, so, and went on a date with her. What was that? I just like, we just went to the thing together. I gave her a ride. Whatever. Whatever. Anyways, he got her number. Mm. I found that out too late. I was already dating this motherfucker. <laughs> um, and what else did you say? Oh, insp- okay. So my side of the story. Yes, that was all good. We talked a lot about whatever. And then you were working on your nonprofit little idea that I contributed a lot of my ideas to. Yes or no? Yes. I was like making these story art class ideas for you. I even painted something for you and like gave you ideas about like material. Who's the one who said you should use, what is that called? Pastel, no, what is that? Right, who said that? Me. And then later I see that he's doing this with his then later girlfriend, taking all of my credit, does it anyways, and enlists the help of his new girlfriend. After not talking to me. So yeah, that's how we fucking met. I don't want to do this anymore. You remember that? Do you remember that though? But okay, so back to me. <coughs> yeah, we hung out a couple times. I really liked the person you were. I think I didn't see you as anything else but a really nice guy. <laughs> Which you were, and then um, I was like distracted with personal things. Um, I think I also rushed AK Psy that year. Uh huh. The second semester, I rushed a business frat. Um, what? <laughs> I was VP of that class. <laughs> Only because the first one got fired or like dropped out or so I don't remember but and then I don't know. So I was like doing that. After I rushed I didn't really care but that was the semester I was doing that. Um I think I was looking into nonprofit stuff a little bit more. I was also getting ready to go to London because junior year I studied abroad in London. My story's not good. Hello? What else? That's it, really. I don't know. I guess I wasn't really thinking too much about you. Yeah. But I liked you. That's fair. You liked me? Yeah. You were busy? Trying to date other girls. Oh, he took me out one time to dinner because this girl who was sleeping with him wanted to date one of his other friends so he brought me along to even out the numbers huh i wasn't oh my god i wasn't sleeping with her what kind of hoe sleeps in someone's bed what kind of hoe lets a hoe sleep in their bed i don't want to do this podcast anymore but that happened (laughs) who does that i've never ever also I know her and she is a hoe. So that doesn't help the case of like we were just friends. Am I right? We were friends for a long time before. So if I, have, if I was friends with, or I have friends that I know for a long time, can I sleep in their bed with them? Right? You were in their the bed with her? No, mostly it's not. Like once or something. Once or Do you guys cuddle? Do you just touch it all? I mean, the bed was small, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like we had a queen size. People know Are we not what I go anymore? through. No, it's your turn. Oh. Are you starting it?
It's going. Oh. So, I mean, I think that moment really um, defined the change in a lot of things, right? Not because not because of Sua necessarily, but just, just that time period of my life. Um, actually, I remember uh, Sua being very, very <laughs> excited about rekindling a relationship with one of her old friends. Uh, one of her old ex yeah and she was so not the other loser we just talked about different yeah she was so hopeful about it I, I still remember that um, and I remember her planning to leave to London and yeah I mean I think I don't know she she didn't want to hang out with me anymore after a certain point <coughs> so I stopped uh, we stopped seeing each other like not seeing each other like that but we stopped uh, meeting up and then I think after she went for probably how many years four years four or five years I think my life was like focused and very just focused on work and focused on accomplishing something for myself um, I think at that point I, I wanted to be a doctor um, I wanted to go to medical school I wanted to do research and I wanted to be good at what I did um, and that was very important to me so the f- the five years four or five years after it was nothing but work I had a girlfriend but yeah it was all work pretty much no um yeah everything else seemed like an accessory in my life uh, you know i mean like i had friends i had a girlfriend i have family you have family yeah <laughs> No, during that time, I, I, I had, right? No? Um, but, like, I was so obsessed with being able to accomplish something and being able to do this thing. Um, I think I lost track of everything. Oh. And so where'd you go? Two minutes. Oh, so after USC, um, I went to Hopkins for a master's degree. Um, and then I went to Yale f- to take another gap year and then um, I ended up at Yale um, for medical school so I'm here and what did you learn during those four or five years before meeting me? and before getting back in touch with Sua uh, what I learned is I'm pretty good at what I do sometimes if I put my mind to it and I enjoy what I do I think I like challenges I like figuring things out I don't mind tedious hours um, and I get a kick out of feeling like I've done something uh, yeah, I mean, one thing is, Sua is probably one of the f- few people from USC that I've occasionally kept in contact with all these years. I can't say, like, I've thought about her all the time, or, but she's always popped into my head randomly. And I'm glad that, I, you know, that happened because... We wouldn't be here today if that wasn't the case. Just talk about. Um, oh, after so yeah, I went to London. I ended. I was dating that guy, my ex. Oh my god, bad. <laughs> I've dated some stupid ass people. <laughs> oh my god, I would say that was a uh, um, uh, the result of feeling like very misunderstood at USC and uh, judged and so like kind of rekindling someone who knew you know that kind of stuff then I went to London 
he actually came to London a couple of times to visit. And then as soon as I got back to America, we broke up. Because <laughs> I think it was just, we weren't really dating that time. You know, I was in London, he was in Seattle. And then, <clears throat> yeah, when I got back, I'm a junior. Um, this is when I also was super focused on me and figuring out what I want to do. So I applied f- to this honors program that did like it, it is in the sc- school of film. Um, I started that and I really enjoyed it. And <clears throat> I don't even know what some of my journalism professors no like one of them really helped me develop as a critical thinker and made me very um, just learn to question and not accept systems that were and while doing all my studies in like systems one thing obviously that stuck with me is the education system and like after that it was like done all I did was education reform I wrote every single essay I could around education reform charter schools like teacher pay like all these other things I did my honors thesis it's a multimedia project um, you know where you have to basically mix different mediums of communication so I coded a video that was animated and then I made it scrollable whatever so that was on education reform I worked a lot I worked probably like 12 hours a day Um, and I was just busy doing me what did I do was it that boring is this oh for the rest oh wait I have more stories but I only have two minutes okay this is just my college life and then, so that happened, that's junior year. Senior year, <clears throat> man, what did I do senior year? Huh. Senior year, I was accepted to Teach for America, um, which I was so, so, so happy about. Um, I was placed in Oakland, I learned. I had no idea what the fuck that was. <laughs> and... Yeah, I worked a lot again. This time I worked a lot um, at the School of Cinema in my program, in my department. And I opened, I ran the office in the mornings and then I TA'd for the lectures um, when I didn't have class. So I was barely home. Other times I was working on my thesis. I don't even know what other class I took. Honestly, if I didn't have that thesis, I would say that I literally don't remember anything from undergrad. If it wasn't for the honors program. But everything else is like, what? The stupidest things. Like, what a waste of time to study. Like, Oh, in my journalism class, I guess I like that. Um, I was really into... Can I say this on the air? Adderall. <laughs> I was really into taking Adderall and then watching a lot of documentaries. Um, became a super, what you call it? Uh, I can't think of the word. Conspiracy. Conspiracy theory. Like, you don't know how many 9-11 videos I watched. I even asked my professor about it once. And he said I wasn't that crazy. He said he could, he now kind of questions it as well. Because the more you read into it, man, that's that's a whole nother podcast. But that shit is crazy. So I did a lot of that. <laughs> what else? Yeah, and then I graduated school. Like a baller. Okay. Wait, I gotta do one more. Alright, so post-grad. I basically had no time to rest. Because I, you know, started, I had to move to T, um, Oakland to, you know, I remember the first day moving into Oakland, just feeling like, whoa, I don't know. I, I really like my room. So my room at, U, at USC was this fucking shithole that like Jessica still talks about because she's, that's her frame of reference. If I say anything sucks, she's like, 
more than that room that you had you know so I had this like room and I had a bathroom and a closet and I really liked being there I liked Oakland and I started teaching and I remember when I was starting teaching I was like so unsure I think one thing is people really I don't know training for teaching I think in terms of you know teacher more veteran teachers or a, a, a teaching thing that's more than two years or two years without actually being you know then yes you should be thinking about teaching strategies and and uh, content but I really wish I really hope that other young teachers know how valuable communicating and connecting with your students are because I really think that's what made me successful in the classroom it's not because honestly I I was an English teacher at a high school I suck at English but it was what my major was applicable to I've never taken a single English class in high in college and so I'm never you know I didn't know like literary and like I don't know any of that but you know kids don't know that and like when you're working at these underprivileged schools or the, the schools that TFA tries to place you in, kids aren't thinking about like, how is this teacher gonna teach me Hamlet? Like that is not what we should be focusing on with these teachers. Anyways, first year, really, really hard. Um, I loved my job. I literally worked from the minute I opened my eyes. Every second was thinking about a specific student or thinking about how I was going to present this lesson differently or what I wanted to try next like and I had grad school in the evening <clears throat> which sucked I hated that class but I learned so much about patience <laughs> forgiveness and trust because I don't know, those are like intertwined and that those are so important and I don't know, it just really shaped me. Like I'm a, already a pretty non-judgmental person, but it further made me feel like you can't take a snapshot of somebody and let that define them because kids would do that so much, you know, and I could see how they could change given more time or given more you know whatever and I don't know that's something I really learned for me and and with them and I I did a lot of self-reflecting um, <coughs> about anger I had like some deep insecurities I had that was affecting the life that I wanted <laughs> wanted to have and worked really hard to like journal consistently and try to break down a lot of those walls that I put up and it was super hard um, but <coughs> I think that work is what allowed me to be open to the possibility of us when we met you know but yeah, it was really hard to get there. So, the second time we really got back into contact was February 14th. Now that I think about it, this... You was just lonely, huh? 2016. Um... Yeah, and I think I'm, I'm a pretty lucky person, you know? Um, before SUA, you know, I, I've been very lucky in meeting the people I've met. A um, lot of amazing mentors who really challenged me professionally, I think, that allowed me to get to where I was at that moment. I think meeting Sua has, has been a whole different type of challenge um, she's especially I think challenged me and pushed me 
to develop as a human being more thoroughly. Um, not just like in professional aspects of what I want to accomplish, what I want to get done, but you know who I want to be, what kind of person I want to be in this world. But yeah, I mean, we we started talking February fourteenth. Um, I think there hasn't been a day since then when I didn't talk to her. Um, I I still remember the first few months. Um, we were just talking on Skype because she was still in Oakland. I was in New Haven, and we spent hours just video chatting, talking about random things, and it was just very strangely comforting. Um, there were so many things about her, like I've like known who she was for all these years, right? But like at the same time, we've never talked about stuff, you know, like what small things we enjoyed as individuals, what things we share an interest, um, what things we might have stronger opinions about, and I think that was very, very exciting. It was just someone that I've never felt so comfortable with before, yet everything I was finding out about her and about us was brand new. And she's giving me the death right now so I'm a little scared but yeah and since then you know I, I've been in school um, I've been obsessing and over work and stuff like that like I, I usually do but I found you know like a, a, a new thing uh, a thing I care more about than anything else um, this relationship has opened my eyes to other possibilities in life other things I hope to have in life other things I prioritize in life and I'm very glad that you know she's sticking around and being patient with me as I really figure these things out because yeah it's not it doesn't feel natural to me most of the times um, I think I'm still struggling to balance you know what I thought I wanted to do what I believed was my life and trying to like piece together this new aspect of life and this <coughs> these feelings that I've never had before and making sure that I'm okay with it but at the same time you know she's satisfied and happy with what I'm able to provide for her and the more I think about it yeah sometimes I feel like the progress is a lot slower than anything else that's existed in my life and it's hard and today yeah because it's I've never had something that was so fragile and so important and so slow moving all at the same time it almost feels like I mean, it just it just feels like a lot of work to maintain it and to make sure everything's okay and that's hard but it's something I want it's something yeah sometimes it does huh It feels very out of my control sometimes, out of my hands. I think it's, it feels, I think everything else in life 
I felt like if I pushed through, if I did my part, it would be okay. But this doesn't seem like that. Why? That's a two-person thing, you know. I think that's that's why it's so hard, and that's why it's so much more valuable. Because it's like one of those things that you can never achieve by yourself, and if you do it right together, it's something so much greater than anything else possible individually. But at the same time, that means you know. Both people involved, or both whatever, has to be in sync, huh? Yeah. Is it bad? I mean, I don't feel like overburdened by it, or I don't feel like it's not—it's like against my will or anything, right? But I do feel that it requires conscious effort. You know, that's not—it's not a. Yeah. Not like work. <laughs> right? Yeah. So like no, I'm telling you. I mean, it's. <coughs> I'm doing it because I want to, right? And I'm doing it because it means a lot to me. That's everything else, too. You know? where I am I have this wonderful woman holding my phone next to my face so we can record this um, it's pretty late uh, we're driving from New York to New Haven Why are you closing out the podcast? I'm not closing it out <laughs> I'm just putting my feelings out there <laughs> your what? Your putting feelings my feelings out is there is your location and no time? I'm just saying okay like, you're done you have five seconds what? nothing <laughs> Huh? Yeah, I'm happy to be where I am, and I'm happy that we get to do this. I'm happy that she's close enough that I can drive up anytime, hold her hands, give her a kiss. I'm happy I can see her every weekend. I'm very thankful for everything. Okay. Where did you even start? <coughs> Do you remember? Yeah, February 14th. Okay, I'll start then too. February 14th. Why, <coughs> why did you reach out to me on Valentine's Day? Were you lonely? No, I wasn't. I saw your Instagram post. What I remember from that day is us talking 
and then I had this neighbor and we had planned to go to a bar because we were both single um <coughs> and I think it was like Sunday and we didn't do anything we we're just like you want to grab a drink so he was gonna come over at like 11 or something later and so <coughs> I had to hang up and I remember thinking because you said something like oh like you know let's talk later or something which we often said and then not talk for years <coughs> I just remember thinking that I hope we talk again tomorrow and then for some reason you really did reach out to me again the next day do you remember that? Yeah. why? I don't know to be honest were you just lonely? no it wasn't I was lonely I mean just fishing for no I mean I felt like I mean that was a thing too earlier that summer we did get in contact briefly and then we definitely said oh let's keep in contact this exactly time. and we didn't talk for months again and like at that moment like i i had that feeling too about our conversation and saying let's keep in contact and then i was like yeah we're not gonna keep in contact if one of us doesn't reach out and so I decided to you know I wanted to know more about what you were doing I had no idea what you like you know I, I knew like I was like surprised that you were in Oakland or still in Oakland I don't think I even like really knew that you were were you flirting with me no 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 that's no. how you because I remember you kept asking me to come visit you oh no I mean I and then I to come visit because I just remember... And you kept saying, you can stay... Oh, that's how you get girls in your bed? No. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I don't know. Then we just talked every day. This was when I was still teaching. So we were both very busy. <laughs> um, you know what hooked me, though? What? The Little Prince. I know. You're such a liar. So, Little Prince is my favorite book of all time. And, like, oh my, my level of obsession with this book is that I used to have this journal. I have no idea where it goes, you know. But I have my record of all Whatever is what. Okay, I'll find it when I go to Korea. But I used to just pull all these quotes from The Little Prince and just write them in my journal. And we were talking, and then this crazy fool i think we were talking about tattoos and he's like if i got a tattoo it would be of a little prince and i was like oh what and then we just talked about how it's our favorite book and then i said something like no it's my favorite book i literally have a book that i filled with just quotes and then he's like oh my god i do the same thing and he sent me this word document not as cute as my journal with like quotes that he likes that was crazy so i don't know i think the universe really brings people in at the times that i mean the universe works in your favor if you let it and <laughs> okay you better thank the goddamn universe or else we would not be here right now i really feel like that time i was like honestly if i didn't do all the back work on me that i had done at that time i would have this opportunity or this would not have happened because i would have been very close to it and that would have been the energy that i was giving off to you too you know what i'm saying yeah it's really true like i don't know I really feel like that's how I felt then. I really felt like, wow, I did all this emotional work on me. Now the universe is really bringing me somebody who can appreciate that in me and help me continue this. I really felt like, but then, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did. <coughs> then you try to convince me to move here man this is what I'm saying man I think that 
I don't know. The universe works in its ways. Timing, all that stuff. I just... I was planning to teach for at least two more years. Then some personal stuff happened. And I was considering moving. And then... To where? I don't know. (laughs) I needed a job change. I needed to make more money. And then... I don't know. New York wasn't even really an option at first. But then again, I'm telling you, the fucking universe was like, look... You feel this connection with somebody that's across the country that you've known before but didn't recognize that person's... I recognized. I didn't have it in me to appreciate it because I hadn't done the work on me yet. Now I can really appreciate, like, (laughs) your soul. You know, like, I feel like I can see it and I really... That's something I always liked about you. That's why we were always in touch you know but now we were at a place where we could really appreciate it in one another and like how many years how many of those do you get in a lifetime i really don't think i think maybe you get like (laughs) random number like three in your life but then timing and like you know all of that has to work out for just one to match i don't know so i felt like that i don't know if i'm being one of those stupid girls like uh, I don't know I probably am not but (laughs) that's what I thought and (laughs) I thought okay the risk of going there is I the cost benefit is one I go I have a bitching career I live in New York City he turns out to be a jackass or whatever it doesn't work out whatever i'm still a baller in new york city and i learned or it's like the thing that you're supposed to have in your life that you find so i came (laughs) with no job no apartment no money no nothing no friends nobody just this person who I met like two times before. Oh my god. And then... I don't know. I don't know. What else did you talk about? I want to talk. Wait, I'm not done. You did five of these. Just kidding, you did two. I have one more minute. I don't know. I think... Maybe... I don't know. I, I just have to... Sometimes when things are hard... Or sometimes when I have doubts, I just have to trust myself and my decision and my judgment of your character to be the truest. Um, And like not forget that special thing about you (laughs) that brought me here. (coughs) To an extent, you know. But... I think that's what kept us in touch. This I literally talked to nobody from USC. <laughs> I talked to one other girl. Um, and that's why we met. That's why we couldn't stop talking to each other ever since we met again. And that's why I'm here. That's why we're here. All that good stuff. You want to talk? Well, it's your turn now. Technical mishap. Got a call from mommy, and our recording flew away. What did you even say? Oh, you're sorry. being poopy for I guess I said something what did I say is it because I said something why are you being all poopy he's 
get into his feels, everybody. I he's tearing up. Tearing oh up. my god, he's straight crying. <laughs> <coughs> so I'll repeat. This first year was hard, and I think. Correct me. I'm not saying this to be mean. This is just how I've processed it. I don't. I mean, obviously, you are always a a work of art. Oh no, a piece of work. But you're a work in progress all the time. You should be working on yourself all the time. <laughs> I don't think maybe you were as ready. To be in a relationship like that, yeah, yeah. So that's how I've decided to take on to things because you know, like I said, I don't know. I thought a lot about relationships, and that I don't know if it's because I'm a woman. <laughs> I mean that is a big part of it. I'm sure. I also have lots of great friends, and like really something I decided for myself was that, and just the way I engage, right? It's like I really, really love you, and we're like so authentic with each other, and we like connect as people so deeply. Or else I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's not relevant. But <laughs> why are you laughing at me? I'm just listening. Oh, well. So what was I saying? I just I okay. So yeah, I realized or I told Eric, and I guess he didn't really understand at first that I or I. Just made sure that he understood that I want everything to be a hundred percent authentic because it's not love if you feel like you have to package it in some way or present it in some way. I think the effort is that you consistently put the effort into yourself to be the the best, truest. Person, so that you don't have to hide things, you don't have to lie because that is all negative energy, and you should just live a life where you don't do things that you feel like you have to hide or lie. You should only do things that you feel are aligned to your yourself. And with that work, I see you as that self, and I just love that that you, and that. I feel like is why a lot of people aren't in love because they like what the other person is doing for them or what that person represents in society or what that person provides for them that they don't have. But that's so meaningless to me, and that's every relationship I've had so far. And I realize it's such a waste of my time. That's why I didn't want to like date them after a little bit, <laughs> you know. And so. That's something that you know now, or you know that is really important to me, right? And to you. What's next? What's next? Is... Are we coming to the end of our podcast? I feel like I have more things to say. Are you? Do you have things to say? You're being so untalked. Am I talking too much? I don't have much more to say, but <laughs> let's. We can listen to Suha. You don't want to tell me how much you love. What kind of relationship do you think we have now? I think we have a very good relationship, a very healthy relationship. What are three things our relationship is built on? Trust. It's building. <laughs> it's building. <laughs> but it's bedrock. It has to be. Something that's bedrock? Bedrock. Oh. Trust, we're working on, but yeah. that has to be the thing in the middle. Yeah. Compassion. Each other, I think. I think it's pretty obvious how much you care for me, how much I care for you. I think how that manifests is not always the best. Me? 
what the f- oh. are they you know just like sometimes no sometimes you know I think we get stressed out or like we want the best for each other but we get frustrated or we get stressed out or we get whatever I think we're getting better at that and then the last thing has to be communication and being able to talk to each other about things and being able to talk to each other about anything and whatever's on their mind and being able to listen about anything and giving good feedback and you know not getting so defensive over one thing or another that's so good because I kind of agree with all of those I agree with all of those there's just things I would add <laughs> yeah I, <coughs> I think trust uh slash honesty is like slash respect I would say you have to be honest right you should you should be honest that is because you respect us you respect yourself you respect this relationship and if we do that we will have trust and you have to also trust that the other person is honest and respects you and the relationship and themselves so those three things I think are one thing <laughs> I love that you said those two things because those are kind of like it's a, actually compassion is like not so much for me um, so the I actually think the way I interpret co- compassion is how I love <laughs> communication together I think of it as communication slash friendship like being I think we should it's important to always talk to each other build that friendship relationship piece sharing parts of each other you know verbally is really important I think one thing I really learned because I'm an observant person is that happy relationships I was really surprised at how much they talk to each other. Really. Your parents, they talk to each other so much that it was like bizarre. And I've noticed that in a lot of other happy couples. So like I come from a very silent family. (laughs) Where nobody talked to anybody. And so that was something that I really, as I started dating you, I don't know if I told you, but I really had to work on. Because I wasn't used to talking so much with somebody and I didn't see I, 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 I learned quickly that that's, there's so much value in those conversations but it just I wasn't in the habit of doing it um, so I tried I don't know, do you feel like I do that more? Not really yeah. M- More or less? Oh, it's over. Oh, no. So it was trust, (laughs) respect, and honesty as one. (coughs) Friendship, communication, relationship building. Right? Let's not forget the physical things. Relationship building, okay? Uh, One strand of that is communication. Other strand, maybe romance. (laughs) Another strand is like... I don't know, relationship building as you would a friendship. Dem- you know, you, I don't, you get it. The last thing I think is self reflection, self love, and self awareness. Whereas I can only be as happy as you are, and this relationship can only be as great as you are. Like, I truly believe that. If you are in a shitty place, I will not be happy. The relationship will not be good. If you aren't loving yourself, I think I said this to you before, but I only think true love is possible when you love yourself. You're so filled with love that it overfills. Because if you're working from 
a negative place or a place of deficit like how can you like give love without it taking from you and how can you receive it like you know so I just think that another pillar is to always be working on loving yourself more being more aware of who you are what you want and being a better person without that I don't think and I want you to focus on that more than I think a lot of young people these days or people try to think about relationship like oh what what I gotta do for them which is in the pillar of relationship building and they focus all on like okay like if this person's unhappy I'm gonna like give them more presents I'm gonna take buy them more like or like you know those outward things I do for you to demonstrate that I love you versus okay what am I what is what am I being in this relationship what role am I playing what how can I be a better person so that eventually I mean that part should just I don't know you know yeah we should write these down good thing we're recording this huh As the pillars of our relationship. So we can always remind ourselves of them. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? No. (laughs) I think that's it. We're almost home. Okay. So your last words. We'll have a new topic to discuss next time. And I just want to say I love you so much. I'm not sad. No. A little bit, yeah. It's got quiet. No. I love it too. Okay. You want to say bye? So this has been (laughs) podcast number one. (coughs) Pew, pew, pew. Us, who we were then, who we are now. How to be your best self for your best love. (laughs) <laughs> long <laughs> the long combos the long rides for long distance lovers for a long time <laughs> okay um, Eric is in charge of thinking of the next topic bye bye <laughs>